For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Wednesday. Max, what's going on? Hey, happy Wednesday, fellas. Uh, nothing much. Nothing much going on. Uh, just uh, in this middle of this this weird kind of period of time where it's like it's still baseball, but it's... Did I mention yesterday that NFL is, is almost here? I don't know if I've mentioned that before. I, I don't know if I've mentioned that NFL is just it's like right there, right around the corner. Uh I'm thankful. I am thankful for for NFL uh for, for a couple of reasons. I'm thankful for NFL being uh the the the, the sport to watch. It really is. It's it's fantastic. I am thankful uh that I don't have to do fantasy uh podcasting this year. I'm th- very thankful for that. We have uh, some some experts that are gonna be doing that. And um, Sex Panther. Yeah, and Sex Panther as well. And I'm also uh, thankful for uh, Panther's dedication. I want to take a quick pause and just say, if you're a member of the book club, you would have saw Panther taking Phil to fucking task this morning about being prepared for the goddamn (laughs) college show. Like, Panther was vicious with Phil. He's like... God damn it, Phil. We're a fucking week away. Get your ass in gear. We need to be prepared for this fucking college stuff. I was like, man, Panther, producer Panther showing up early in the morning. Well, showing up early in the morning, but it doesn't help that I'm, you know, driving. So I got to keep my sentences short and, and what have you. But listen, we know Phil, you know, he deals with, you know, a, a guy that isn't as prepared. He isn't as punctual. He isn't as dedicated or committed and i just want to feel to know that unlike you know the other person you do some show with i, I we're, we're gonna have a predictable schedule we're gonna have a day we're gonna have a time and i'm gonna be there and uh, and i'm excited you know not more excited than i had when i had arch when zebra and i had arch but i do believe phil is going to fill that role quite ably man throwing shots at steve left and right I definitely was not talking about Steve. <laughs> I don't know who else you could be talking about. Okay. I have to think. I have to think on that. Oh shit! So transitioner, where, how, how do you how do you how do you transition into this story? How do you how do you do it? I don't think I don't think Phil's partner was a bad sign. Oh, okay. There you go. Who was a bad signing? Who was a bad sign? Uh, was Chris Sale a bad sign? We talk about Chris Sale. Uh, he's injured. I don't know if you guys saw that. Chris, Chris Sale's injured. That's a shock, right? 
That's a fucking shock. Do you guys remember when Chris Sale was on the White Sox? It seems so goddamn long ago. This wow, seems so I long forgot ago. about I forgot about that. He was so goddamn good when he was on the White Sox. And he started off on the Red Sox. It, it, it seemed like, man, they got the ace of aces. This is this is a uh, this is like the, the the Mets here, you know, getting Johan Santana. Does that worked out well as well? Uh, so an article here at what is this? The big lead, big lead. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Arch, uh, you had the story up, and now you're on something else. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's, he's so interested. Article at the big lead um, questioning the Chris Sale signing was was a terrible one, and you have to argue like, yeah, right. I mean, uh, it's it looks looks pretty terrible. Um, yeah, that contract extension. Uh, what was what was this contract extension? I'm, I'm trying to look at it right now. Uh, he's still going to oh, man. He's still going to receive thirty million dollars this year. For less than five innings of work. Wow. Still on the hook for 75 million over the next three years. So he signed he signed a four-year contract extension. He 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 missed what a season and a half with Tommy John surgery, right? Um his contract his contract began in 2020. He's pitched 47.4 innings since 2020. 47.4 innings. Jesus Christ! So it's it, this is looking like uh, uh, one of the worst ever. Panther, what, what do you think of it? Chris Sale? Uh, is he done with? Is is he just done? Uh, he could be. I, mean, I know he's done for the season. The injury is significant enough that whatever stats he has, that is what he's got for 2022. I think you know one of the things with his contract though was it was Boston re-upped him. It's your guy. You already have him. You're going to re-sign him. I, I, you want to keep a guy that at the time was still an ace. Ever since the signing, he's not been, been very good. I think what's worse to me, what's worse is when a guy has completed his time with another team, you think you're going to go and get this godsend to come help your team. We talked about this a couple days ago. Patrick Corbin has not worked out at all. For the Washington Nationals, Jason Hayward. Remember, remember when Jason Hayward actually really good? He didn't do shit for the Cubs. I know you forget he's even on the Cubs. The best thing about him on the Cubs was he's a good dugout cheerleader when they won the World Series. Uh, my favorite for bad contracts. It's actually not my favorite, but I I love this guy so much of what could have been Josh Hamilton. Josh mm-hmm. Hamilton to the Angels was a terrible contract. In hindsight, the guy was an absolute masher, but you know, he just couldn't he just couldn't stay away from the the candy, I guess. Um and then one other one it's it wasn't a bad contract per se, other than the length, the term, the time, but god damn it, how do you take somebody that's already in their thirties and give them a 10 year contract. Like the angels did Albert Pujols. You're just, just nailing the angels left, right in here. It's almost like there's a thing, you know? Yeah. Well, you said, you know, s- signing a player after their contract is over. That's the angels go to move. And that's then the you, angels. Yeah. And then Pujols and, and Watch them, they're going to sign Andrew judge this year. Watch. <laughs> that's they love their broken down all-stars, man. Oh my God! Those are to me. Those are the the big ones that stood out to me. Arch, you've got a few. You you hate like 
I've got one uh, specifically that I wanted to bring up because we used to we used to talk about him a fair amount. He was a Cy Young candidate so many times last few years, but uh, we forget how far he fell. Homer Cy Young Bailey, ooh, one hundred and five million dollars in six years, and what did he? He pitched uh, like one hundred and forty five innings. Except <laughs> for the Reds, he, yeah, did he make the that, Reds. He, he signed yeah. that big contract with the Reds, right? Yeah. Oh man, yeah. Fucking yeah. <laughs> hey, that's a that's a callback. Listen, I've been, for the DJs that have been listening for many years, you remember Homer Cy Young Bailey, and, and every time we 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 bet on him, uh, wow, yeah, that that that's that's a brutal one. Oof. You got anything else? Yeah, there's... At the time, everyone, I wanted to ask you guys, at the time, everyone hated it. But what about Alex's Rodriguez, Alex Rodriguez's ah, contract? Terrible, terrible yeah, contract. They hated terrible it when contract. he signed the Rangers, yeah. and then the Yankees scooped it up. Yeah, uh, it was an awful contract, and and same thing. Like, right? I mean, you know, you, you look at A-Rod, and, and he went through, um, I mean, he was good. He was good for the Rangers, right? But we, we have to question, like, why was he good for the Rangers, right? You know, like, now, that in retrospect, we're saying, like, what was he doing, perhaps, to to be good for the Rangers? Because once once he hit the Yankees, you know, um, same thing. Playing in the Bronx, the uh, the the expectations were a little, I'd say, a little too much for him. Uh, sharing sharing with uh, Jeter over there and on that side of the field. Um, but I mean, you know, if you just look at the Rangers signing of it, it just didn't work out for them, right? I mean, they you know they they, they never won more than I think seventy three games when he was there. Uh, they gave up on him. They traded him. Uh, you know, so. Listen, I mean, he he won three MVPs, you know, on that contract. But with the Rangers, it just it did not work out for the Rangers at all. You know? No, I think um, part of the reason it didn't work out for the Rangers is because they didn't have much of a supporting cast. They spent all that money on A-Rod, who put up monster numbers in Seattle. Um, you remember, there was a time when Seattle had Griffey, Randy Johnson, and Alex Rodriguez all at the same time. Mm-hmm. And they all ended up on, on different teams. But, um, yeah, the the Texas that was going to be short lived because they spent so much money on a rod they couldn't afford to go out and get him any any support. So, I gave you guys the floor because I have I have a laundry list. I just want to kind of go through it. I, I, first, I'm going to do the uh, the Mets, the Mets, uh, the best, worst of the best, best of the worst for the Mets. Uh, let's talk Jason Bay. Jason Bay signed a four year, sixty six million dollar deal with the Mets. Uh, ha- had that great fucking season with Boston, right? It was just sensational. At career high, thirty six home runs, and so the Mets signed uh, Jason Bay. Um, he averaged two twenty nine, two twenty nine in eighty nine games over the life of the deal. Uh, he got injured. You got to remember he he had like a, a bad concussion, bad 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 injuries and stuff like that. So uh, terrible. Terrible Jason Bay uh, signing there, uh, one of the worst. And then um, throwing in the Mets, and then I'll pause to get reactions from you guys. Uh, Got to be UNS Cespedes, right? It was four years, one hundred and ten million dollars. You remember, same thing. You know, the Mets, Mets. Uh, you know, they got him, in, made a World Series run with this dude. Everyone, they were balking. They were balking at, at at signing him for a big extension. You know, there was a lot of questions about his motivation. You know, t- two teams had given up on him previously. Like the Red Sox fucking just like gave up on him in a heartbeat. He's like, no, we don't want this guy. <laughs> and so the Mets gave him a four-year, $110 million deal. Um, did make an all-star appearance in 2016, but fucking broke down with injuries after that. And and then just kind of quit on the Mets uh, about a year or so ago. And I, I think he's making a comeback in, I don't know, the Dominican League or some shit like that. But uh, so those are two right off the bat. What do you guys think? 
You know, the, the Mets have made so many bad deals. I, I don't remember what the exact number was, but Robinson Cano didn't exactly pan out for the Mets. They've made so many bad deals that the Bobby Bonilla thing is so far removed. It actually looks like a good deal now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yeah, Cespedes, man, I'm looking at these stats. Just terrible. Just right off a yeah. cliff after 16. Mm-hmm. Just. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Horrible. Yeah, you mentioned Robbie Cano. Listen, uh, yeah, they, they took on that Robbie Cano uh, contract from from Seattle and um, everyone was questioning, oh, man, uh, this is a terrible trade. Uh, looking at uh, Edwin Diaz this year. Again, knock on all all things made of wood, everything fucking around. If you're a Mets fan, I'm going to say it. Just knock on every fucking piece of wood here. But Edwin Diaz uh, paying off, right? He's he's having a sensational year as as their closer. Really looks elite out there. So uh, ate that salary with him, you know, just to get fucking, uh, uh, you know, that closer that we needed. It's a closer that we needed for, for many, many years. You have a closer pitching to Edwin Diaz's capacity right now, then, you know, um, you can go far. So a couple of names I also want to rattle off. We've got a few more minutes to, to kind of uh, talk about Carl Crawford for the uh, Boston Red Sox. You remember Carl mm-hmm. Crawford signed a seven year, $142 million deal. Um, did not, did not go well uh, for Carl Crawford. Um, I think he uh, uh, hit 255 in uh, his, his first season with the, with the, with the Red Sox and then just got injured. Uh, I think, you know, the following year he only played 31 games Um and then uh, was traded to the Dodgers before 2013. Only played a couple seasons with the Red Sox before being traded. So, a uh, huge fucking deal by the Red Sox that did not pan off for Carl Crawford. Um, Chris Davis of the Orioles, right? Seven years, $161 million. Uh, you know, the Bobby Bonilla thing gets a lot of shit. Uh, I think the Chris Davis contract is is one of those deferred ones, too. I think Chris Davis is actually making more money than Bobby Bonilla each year for more a longer period of time. Uh, terrible contract uh, for for um, Chris Davis. Uh, Jacoby Ellsbury, I mentioned that in the pre-show, right? Uh, it was the Yankees, uh, seven years, $153 million. Uh, Ellsbury, of course, was the Red Sox. So it was a fucking all-star, but just fell off a goddamn cliff in the Bronx. And you, you can basically say, okay, was that the Bronx? Was was that uh, Ellsbury? A uh, mixture of both. I think he got injured and banged up as well. A uh, couple more I want to throw out here. Prince Fielder. Let's remember Prince Fielder. Nine years, $214 million. Jesus Christ. Uh, you know, he was, he was awesome in Milwaukee. Um, he's Cecil's son, right? Was he, was he Cecil's son? Was yeah. Fielder? Was Cecil's son, Fielder's right? son. Yeah. Um, and just, just got neck injury, just couldn't fucking play anymore. And, and he fucking fell off, the, literally fell off the face of the earth there. Uh, Mike Hampton. You guys remember Mike Hampton? I remember Mike Hampton. Mike Hampton was mm-hmm. Went to the Rockies, signed a big fucking contract with the Rockies, six years, $80 million at that time to pitch a course field where his ERA posted up to a 5.75. Because it's Colorado. Because it's fucking Colorado. I got one more for you guys, and uh, you'll see if you guys uh, agree or disagree or remember this one. Pablo Sandoval. Oh, the panda. Five years, $95 million um, signed with Boston. Uh, just just, a, just an absolute shit show. Um, I lied. I got one more. And this, this, is, the, this is the Arch uh, Stanton special for you. This, this is one I, 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 you know, I had in my notes and I was... Barry Zito. Barry Zito for, 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 the, for, the, for the Giants. You got to remember. Now, why does this contract get overlooked? Is because they did end up winning two, the two World Series while Zito was there. But I mean, they they paid him eight years, one hundred twenty six million dollars 
for uh, a 4.62 ERA over his career in in San Francisco. They won those because you know big time Timmy Jim, Tim Linscombe, Mad Bum, Matt Kane. You know those guys fucking won it. Zito became like the fourth or fifth starter. So I, I you know that 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 gets overlooked I think because the Giants won a couple World Series while he was there. But terrible fucking signing right there. So fun stuff. You know, I, we, we go through this list and if we dug any deeper, we'd probably come up with some more names. But the thing that just astounds me is that these general managers continue to do it. You still get these Bryce Harper and Manny Machado and, uh, you know, all these contracts. We're going to have them again next year. And it just blows my mind, especially if the dumbass angels blow up this team and then turn around and go sign somebody for $350 million it's it's never been a recipe for success. It just hasn't. And I'm just dumbfounded at how these GMs continue to do it. Yeah, let the little guys, let the Royals and the Baltimores and the, you know, the Houston, even Houston. That's kind of a big market team. They don't do this shit. They're just dumb. You know, uh, the, the one last point that I'll make before we take a quick break is that there's currently contracts or deals right now that, you know, it's it's an ellipsis, right? We we, we know that, um, you know, we don't know how they, they're going to turn out, but we can see, like, possibilities. And once again, let's throw the angels on the fucking bus here. Uh, Anthony Rendon, right? I mean, that's got to be a contract oh, yeah. that we're looking at right now to say, unless he can turn fucking things around. That's out for the season, (laughs) but that's going to be one of those worst contracts ever as well. Right. So, uh, the Rendon, uh, yeah, there's a couple guys out there. We'll see, you know, um, when, when, uh, when the Mets dump money at a player, you usually get worried, right. Uh, You know, uh, but uh, the one so far so good is fucking Max Scherzer, you know, uh, we'll see how that turns out next year, but you know, that's, that's one that looks really good right now. Uh, but on the opposite side of Max Scherzer's old teammate, um, you get you get Strasburg right on on Washington. Ugh, yeah. That's looking like a really bad contract as well, and uh, another pitcher that we've already talked about this week. So I will not say his name. We won't talk about him. Uh, let's talk about Djen Gear instead, because Djen Gear is fun. Djen Gear is comfortable. Djen Gear is exactly what you need on these hot summer days. And summer is winding down, so maybe you want to look ahead to the fall, right? You get, you get a nice little long sleeve or one of those quarter sleeve shirts, those baseball shirts with the D-Gen logo emblazoned on it, or maybe a Speedway Steve logo or a Panthers Moneyline Mafia. You can do that if you go to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com and click on the little D-Gen shop icon. Whenever you buy our gear, you help keep the lights on around here and you go full D-Gen. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, baseball. 
baseball. I got four today. I got, you know, so hey. let's, let's kind of dig in. Uh, let's uh, start off with Toronto and Baltimore. Uh, Jose Barrios uh, has not been a great fit in Toronto. Talk about a guy that's not signing or a, or a player that hasn't really worked out as Jose Barrios is one of them. In his last outing, he gave up five earned runs in 3.2 innings. Uh, prior to that, though, he had strung together what we'd say, a, a, you know, a few good outings in a row. But still, he, he's just not that guy. He's not the guy that they thought was going to push him over the top, um, put the, push this team over the top. On the other side of the mound is going to be Dean Kramer, uh, who is, is significantly improved this year. I think he's you know definitely capable of some rough outings, but he's also uh, you know capable of producing you know some shutout outings. Like look at his last start against the Pirates. Last time I checked, though, the uh, Blue Jays' offense a tad bit, just a little, a smidge better than the Pirates. So I expect that offense to show up today. Uh, kind of bounce back from that rain delayed loss yesterday. I know uh, there's a lot of talk of uh, you know, a lot of uh, bet slips, uh, fucking grasping hands yesterday in the book club uh, with this game. Uh, and I already saw people jumping on the Orioles today. I fear that today is Toronto's day. So ten dollar bet on the Blue Jays. You know, I gave this game a good look. My first reaction was to want to jump on Toronto. I do think Berrios has been pitching better, and I do expect him to rebound from that last outing. But listen, this is a this is a playoff series. These are two teams that are only just a couple games apart. Um, you know, trying to get into that wild card spot for the um, AL wild card, and Baltimore like. We were kind of concerned they were sellers at the trade deadline if they would have any staying power, but they're right there. They're right there. I think they knew what they were doing. They're building for the future, but the future could still be this year. I like the Blue Jays for the win, but that line just suggests to me that Vegas thinks Baltimore has a chance here. Um, So with that plus line, I will lean Baltimore. Yeah, I'm going to lean the Blue Jays in this one. I've gotten mine. I double dipped, even though I wasn't really wanting to. But we got it. We're 2-0 and with the Orioles in the series. We're done. I'm out. I'm clean. I'll lean the Blue Jays in this one. All right. Uh, let's uh, kind of stick with the AL East, kind of. Uh, Atlanta and Boston. Uh, Red Sox have lost three games in a row. Had that extra innings loss to the Braves yesterday. Uh, Atlanta, of course, broke their three-game losing streak with that win. Braves looking not to fall further back from the Mets. Uh, they're going to put 13-5 and Kyle Wright on the mound today. Uh, Wright looked to bounce back from a previous bad start against that aforementioned Mets team. Red Sox going to turn to, I'd say, a serviceable pitcher with Nick Pavetta. Definitely capable of giving up some runs, uh, and Braves going to look to capitalize on that. Uh, today's going to be the last game that these guys play against each other all season. Only four games that they play. So this is going to be it. Braves going to have off for tomorrow, then head to Miami for the weekend. Uh, Red Sox going to play. I think it's a makeup game tomorrow against the Orioles. So I think they just, instead of getting a day off, I think they've got to host the Orioles in a makeup game. And then they're going to host the Yankees this weekend. And just looking at, looking at everything, you know, I, what, what line am I getting? It's, it's plus 128. You know, it's still right there for me. Barely. I think the, I think the Red Sox, I won't necessarily have a chance to win this one, but with the plus 128, I, they play better at home. They hit better at home. I'm going to take a flyer on them today that Atlanta is going to be kind of looking ahead to Miami for some reason. Uh, $10 bet on Boston. Yeah, I, I think you might be on the right side because I just could not grasp this line. Atlanta's got the better pitcher. They clearly have the better offense. They have something to play for. And they're only minus 145. That just seems so off to me. Um, but, hey, when has a trap ever scared me off? So give me $13 on the Braves. Hmm. 
I'm not touching this game. I don't like it either way. I'm leading the Red Sox here with the plus 128, but ugh, I don't like this. I don't like it at all. All right, moving on. Let's talk Cleveland-Detroit. I hit on the Guardians yesterday. I'm going to double dip today. Uh, no Shane Bieber, though. <laughs> no Shane Bieber. I'm going to trust instead on Aaron Savale. Uh, of course, been out of commission the past month due to a wrist injury. Prior to that, though, I mean, he looked like he was getting right. He looked at, you know, his first few, uh, few, first few months of the season was incredibly rough for Savali. And then he he was starting to pitch well and then got injured. So I'm hoping that he can uh, kick things off back from the IL today. Again, a matchup against Drew Hutchinson, who, if you look just statistically, very, very similar this year. Uh, but I do think Savali has the, the upside uh, as opposed to Hutchinson. Uh, Cleveland, I don't know if you guys saw this. They captured the lead in the AL Central. And I think they're at a point now where they have to win the winnable games. And this is a winnable game. So a $10 bet on the Gardenians. The AL Central is fantastic. If it wasn't that the division winner actually got an automatic berth, right now as they sit, there are six teams ahead of everybody in the AL Central. They wouldn't even make the playoffs. It's like, this is the weakest division, and nobody can take a hold of it. It's absolutely trash. And Cleveland has an opportunity to take a stranglehold. Well, not really a stranglehold. There's a one game separates three teams, but I do not like Savali. I don't like how he's pitched all season. I know it, you know, he's maybe pitching better before the injury, but it was he's six and a half ERA. I, the line suggests maybe Detroit actually has a chance, but I couldn't take Detroit. So he's going to lean, the, lean the guardians. Is he going to lean it? That's my guess. Okay. I mean, my guess is going to lean the Guardians. I'm jumping on it with you. It's only it's minus yeah, 165. Yeah, I think this. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't terrible. like eating this much chalk, but I do think that Cleveland's. You definitely there's some value there, even at the minus 165. I'll throw 13 bucks on the Guardians. Well, you want to eat more chalk? You can go to another book and eat minus 180. I'm not Panther. That doesn't make me feel happier. It's like a <laughs> chalk is like a warm blanket for him. He's like, <laughs> Six right. Panther, are you back with us? Are you here? Okay, I'm moving on then. Pittsburgh, Arizona. Okay, listen. I bet on the Pirates in the first game of the series. Uh, I backed off yesterday, but I just can't quit these fucking Pirates. I just can't. Pittsburgh going to try to get a mad bum today who give, has given up four earned runs in each of his last two starts. Uh, Pirates going to turn to Mitch Keller, who has had an absolute awesome July and is even is off to a better better August even right now. I get it. Pirates stuck on the road. Uh, Arizona above 500 at home, but the value I think is on Keller and the Pirates today. So here you go, ten dollar bet on Pittsburgh. Is he back yet? No, no, nah. he's not. He's I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna lean Arizona, and it, and I'm just gonna admit I'm probably on the wrong side. I don't have the implied probability to bet either team, and now I'm looking at the line minus 200 is where Arizona opened. They're minus 157 now, but people are jumping off that ship. Is that what your numbers show? People just bailing. That's what it looks like. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy. So yeah, I mean, I'll lean Arizona with the caveat. I know I'm wrong. <laughs> well, it's just a lean, so it doesn't matter. Leans don't matter, people. Right. Leans don't matter. Right. It doesn't matter. I don't think Panthers back. Uh, what else you got? I wanted. To, it's not a very bettable day for me for the underdogs. Mm -hmm. I wasn't finding a ton of value. I liked. We're just gonna stick right here on the board. We're just gonna go down one. The Dodgers are playing the Twins, and admittedly this might be uh might be on the wrong side again looking at the line shift but when you get the dodgers down to minus 155 against the twins it triggers a bet for me so i'm gonna put 13 bucks on the dodgers 
I like that play. I like the Dodgers too. What, what's that line doing right now? What, it's uh, shifted about six cents, one sixty one down to minus one fifty five. It's bouncing back. It was actually it? down to minus one forty five at oh, one point. Okay. Yeah, and now the money hammered the Dodgers, and it's bouncing back up. So I think you're on the right side. I think I think you just you know the, I think that the this is the right line. I feel. I think I feel like the one fifty five to one sixty five is actually the right line here uh, for the Dodgers today. So I think you're in a good spot. I you know I like them. I uh, I think that um, uh, L A is. You know, I I, th- I think I mentioned it. Uh, I'm I'm not looking for them to take the foot off the pedal until this weekend when the fuck when they're against the Royals. Yeah, <laughs> when, when, when it's like, when it's against better competition, you know they show up right, and then that, that's that's the deal with with them. And when it's lesser competition, they kind of uh you know go on cruise control here. So, um, Sonny Gray on the mound for for the Twins. You know, I think I you know. I think I think he's he's hittable. Uh, I'll lean the Dodgers with you, and I stalled just enough for Panther to get back. He's That's back. why I was talking. That's why I was talking. Uh, I knew he was trying to connect. I have no clue what happened there. Like I'm between Chicago and Gary, but whatever. I listen. I'm on this game. I didn't have a line, so I'm glad you actually went first here because now I have a line. I'm all over the Dodgers. Hell, I was going to eat this thing at minus two hundred. Um, Dodgers are just they're they can do nothing wrong right now. They're hitting. They're pitching. Everything's clicking. They're just kind of going through the motions, and they just can't do anything wrong. So I think it's another win here. Um, yeah, give me 13 bucks on the Dodgers. All right. I told you it was like a warm blanket. Yeah, sure. Were you, were, were you on the uh, Guardians-Tigers, or what your lean on that one was? I le- Yeah, I lean Detroit. Lean Detroit. Okay. What do you got? I'm done. You're done. Uh, stick with a series I've been on the entire time. San Francisco is still in San Diego. Jacob Junis on the mound going against Sean Manea. I think Sean Manea has not been exactly what San Diego thought they were signing up for. I don't know if it qualifies as a bad contract quite yet, but a 4.74 ERA is relatively uninspiring and Man, you think the Royals maybe missed themselves? So Jacob Junis at 3.05. He's actually having a really good season. I, I, same story that we've been dealing with in this series. I think they're just pricing San Diego way too high. All the values on the Giants. I will put $13 on. I had a plus 140 on the G-Men. So uh, give me 13 bucks on the Giants. I, I, I kind of feel like I should be betting the Giants here today. Remember, I backed off yesterday because I feel a little suspicious, <laughs> you know, and I'm glad that I did. Uh, I, I like them again today, and just, just I don't know, for some reason, I, I just didn't love them. Uh, moral support, lean on the Giants with you. Yeah, lean in the Giants here as well, uh, but I'm good. I'm not. <laughs> this series sucks. Uh, one more game for me. I found another game that stinks. I don't know if I call it a trap, but it stinks. It's the White Sox are uh, at Kaufman taking on the Royals. Johnny Cueto, literally the staff ace for the White Sox, sporting a 2.91 ERA going against Chris Bubik. Now, his ERA at 5.27 doesn't look that good, but he's actually been pitching really well his uh, last what five outings or so. I think the Royals have a chance here. If they can just keep the White Sox from scoring, the White Sox have a better offense, which is not saying much because they don't have a better offense than most teams. But I think they're better than the Royals. So at minus 135, I can eat that little bit of a chalk. Give me 13 bucks on the White Sox. You know, 
I want to say the values with the Royals today are just not getting enough value from the Royals today to bet them. Uh, I, I do think that they have a chance to win this one. I'm, I'm still still not enamored with this White Sox team, even though that they have played somewhat better. Um, you know, I backed Johnny Cueto in his last outing. did not turn out well for me. Um but yeah, listen, man, Chicago's still right in this. You know, I mentioned that Cleveland has the lead in the in, in the Central. White Sox only a game and a half out. Um, you know, they're winning games. They're every other game. It seems like it seems like they, uh, they won yesterday. So maybe it's the Royals' chance to win today. I'm going to lean Kansas City here. I think they got a chance to win this one. Yeah, I'm going to lean the Royals here as well. Um, just not enough value. Plus one twenty. I need a little bit more. A little bit more to want to bet the Royals. Okay, that's all I got. Let's see. Iceberg says, Panther, you were so right yesterday about Alt-Boston. I didn't bet it when I looked into it later during the day. Oh, saved you. Well, that, thanks, that was the thanks somebody else here. Yeah, that was a sweat one, though, right? Because that was the, uh, they, I think uh, Braves won that one extra innings yesterday. Yeah, yeah. But Boston's is such a tough team to trust right now. I, I get that, but I mean, if you if you just look at their home numbers, you, I think I think their offense and it started showing yesterday when they're at home, their offense just fucking produces. I don't know if they're banging trash cans or whatever as well, but I think they could. I think they're going to you know be a pain in the ass for the Yankees this weekend. Just looking looking ahead to the weekend series, I mean, you know, and Baltimore tomorrow. And I, I get that, but you know, the Red Sox at home aren't just fucking rolling over and dying. So yeah, they're they're an inconsistent team. They're a tough team, but I mean. They can still produce. They still got some bats in there. And you got to remember, they got Hosmer now. Game changer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Iceberg says, given Miami plus one and a half and Baltimore plus one and a half. It's eyeing up that Miami game, but still, you know, Miami can go fuck themselves. I, 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 Alcantara on the mounds today against Syndergaard. Uh, nice pitching matchup. You remember Syndergaard won that uh, quote unquote complete game last time out with the fucking rain shortened uh, game that he pitched. I, I think the value is on Miami, but um, I just I couldn't quite get there, you know, with with the plus line, uh, plus one and a half. I yeah, probably. I, I think they can keep it close with Philly. Syndergaard with his five inning complete game and a seven point two ERA. Problem with Syndergaard <laughs> is he, you can get to him. The problem for the fish is they haven't been able to get to anybody. So it was really a struggle. Like I do think the fish have a really good chance, but if they just can't put three or four runs on the board, it's it's never going to happen. Uh, just assume that Miami's going to lose by one every game. So always take the Miami plus one and a half, and you'll probably do quite well. That's it. Yes, he said the show is skipping. Yeah, I know. I'm getting alerts from the server over here that, yeah, it's it's having connection issues at the moment. So you got to listen to the podcast to get the... Yeah, download show. listen to the fucking podcast. Yeah. Yeah, what you should be doing anyway. Listen, I, I genuinely appreciate when people watch us live. I, I love you all. But later on in the day, all you gotta do is go to iTunes or Spotify or whatever, wherever you get your podcasts. It could be it could be right from Red Circle, it could be Stitcher, any of those fucking platforms. All you gotta do is just click play and stop. That's it. You don't have to listen to the whole thing. But you know, if you watch us live, I appreciate the download as well. That's that's my point. All right. What do we talk about today? We talked about uh, Max being thankful. He doesn't have to do fantasy football this season. Mm-hmm. Mm. Sex Very Panther simple. ripping into Phil, taking him to task. Worst, <laughs> worst contracts in Major League Baseball. And mm-hmm. we talked about baseball. Max, that's it. 
That is it. Let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks over on Twitter. And if you think we have a terrible show, just tell us that we have a terrible show over on Twitter. Uh, no matter where you listen to that, please, highest rank, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. You want a pick? I'd like a pick, please. You want a good one or a bad one? Um, I mean, we only hit one of the three yesterday, so a good one would be good. I'll take Toronto. Arch. I don't. Um, shit. Give me the uh, Dodgers. I was going to say the Dodgers. Uh, let's see what we got here. I think of all these guys. I like the Braves. I think the Braves will take care of business. I'll go Toronto, Dodgers, and the Braves. I like that lineup way more than yesterday's fuckery. That'll be your D-Gen Parlay. We're hanging out on Facebook, Twitter, but it is the book club. We have so much fun in the book club. It takes me like 30 minutes to catch up on all the messages from stuff that happens when I go to bed at 8 o'clock at night. But you guys can join us in the book club. You can shoot the shit with us. You can call us out by name. And we will holler right back. But most importantly, you can let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today. And when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Put Miami plus one and a half in the parlay, too. Do it, Iceberg. We don't, I don't hate that one. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.